Hey everyone, welcome to Tales from the Pros, and this is Michael Giorgio, your host and co-founder of Imagine Ovation. So I have a very, very special guest with me here today. He's born and raised in Goldsboro, North Carolina. He is a super flyweight professional boxer with a record of 15-1-1, 11 knockouts, 6 titles, and 2 international titles. I feel like I'm calling a fight. <laughs> he has also voted twice for 2018 Prospect of the Year yeah. and has recently signed with highly respected promotional group known as Zanford Promotions, who is run by highly respected Fernando Beltran. Yeah. He has defeated all odds against him by joining the boxing game at age 23 and easily beating well-known boxing contenders around the world. Please welcome Mr. Stop Running, Dwayne Beeman. Thank Dwayne, you. Dwayne, appreciate it, man. Thanks for being here. Oh, man, I love, oh, man, it's already love. <laughs> already love in the You're building. Feeling it. You're feeling I'm it. feeling it, man. <laughs> I'm feeling the energy. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. <laughs> cool, man. Um, so I, I know there's some things to kind of kick off, so I want to let you kick oh, off yeah, yeah, a few yeah, things man. here so before we start. Before yeah. we even start the interview, yeah. I wanted to address one thing that people was writing to me a lot. A lot of people was writing to mm-hmm. me. And they was and the, the main question people was asking was, why did I fight? Why did I fight that last fight? Yeah. Um, being sick and being under the weather, um, not feeling good. Why did I do it? Um, even even famous fighters would text me that. Um, some ha- a couple Hall of Fame refs hit me up and um and and asked me like, why did I do it? Um, even though they said you, I still feel like you won the fight. Yeah. You know why did you do it? And um, some people just thought I was just under a lot of pressure and because it was in Mexico and all this stuff. I want to address this right. Uh, people blame my promoter. People blame my coach. Mm-hmm. People were just all over the place. And nobody was pointing the finger at the person that stepped in the ring. That was me. I stepped in the ring. Yeah. I decided to do it, you know, even though I was sick. Uh, and the reason why I did it is if you know Dwayne Beeman, you know my only fear in life is living with regret. I don't fear death. I don't fear uh, losing people. I don't fear like anything like but God mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and living with regret. And I felt like after if I if I didn't fight, I I was gonna be living with that whole instinct. That was the biggest crowd I ever fought in front of. I mean we talking about fifteen, sixteen thousand people. It was wow. it was amazing. And and I heard and I felt every sixteen thousand pers- of people when I walked and they booed me. <laughs> wow. I felt everything. I was like, Man. whoa, that's what it feels like to get booed, you know? <laughs> that was a real boo, you know? And uh, so I I just didn't want to live with the idea like because I would been I would right now I'd be sitting somewhere thinking man I could have beat that guy I could have beat that guy but knowing that um, and that's that's the reason why mm-hmm. uh, I don't want nobody blaming nobody because a lot of people are trying to blame my team and my coach and why I got sick and the reason I got sick I just it was just a bad patch of food whatever they mm-hmm. gave us. Um, cause I just think another fighter got sick too. And even my, um, uh, a spokesperson for me, Sal Rios, that was with me, he got sick. Yeah. We all had to get shots in our booty that night. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we all had to get penicillin shots. I had to get, I had to get IVs. I had to get something a little more worse because, um, I had the biggest portion. Yeah. I had a steak. And they said the and steak. You like to eat, man. And, and you know I like to eat, you know? So <laughs> I ate a big old steak and, 
the state won't done right. It won't done yeah. whatever. The, maybe it was bad meat. Maybe the state was just old. I don't know. Mexico. And I was in Mexico. Yeah. yeah. And um, I and I remember having a lemonade with it. And <laughs> then maybe it was the lemonade. So, something had me over there slump. Like I was slump. <laughs> so I just wanted to address that before we even get into the interview. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all know I'm always gonna keep it real. I'm always gonna be straight up with everybody. And that's why I just want people to know that it's it's. Is it was my decision, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna live with it. I think that's perfect, man. I think the way, I mean, that this goes into like my first question as well. I mean, I've known you for over four years now. We, you know, we box in the same uh, same gyms in, in Raleigh, and from knowing you, man, and just in not even just you personally, but even your social media, you you never give up. You persevere. You're not afraid of nobody. It yeah. doesn't matter what the record is. It doesn't matter who they are or how big they are. It doesn't yeah. matter, man. You're not afraid, and that's why I admire you. I think you're an inspiration, yeah. and I think. You know, from you just doing all these things and, and overcoming all these struggles and yeah. challenges, man, it's just it just shows who you are and it just adds to your story. Oh, yeah. So with that being said, <laughs> uh, I want you to kind of tell everyone your story. Tell tell everyone Dwayne Beeman's story and, and how you joined the boxing gym and why you joined the boxing gym. So really, what's what's your why behind it? Okay. What's your why behind it? Well, I always yeah. want to be a boxer, mm-hmm. and I was driven not by money. I was driven by not by a lot of things. I was driven to be like the the baddest guy, you know. I I want to um I want my name brought up in barbershops. I want my name brought up in when they talk about like yo, but if you had to fight Dwayne, what would you do? You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Sort of like that Mike Tyson feel, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I always wanted to be to, to do that, and my parents weren't with that, and they they won't with no boxing. Like it's no boxing in North Carolina. They won't with that, yeah. and, and and even right now they say ain't no boxing in North Carolina with me not being here. Oh, we'll, talk, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you but really what, introduced. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We get that. We get that. We get that. <laughs> but we'll get um, um. So I just it was no boxing here, and that's what all I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But once I got to college in Southern Virginia, I was sneaking off to a gym, and a man would open the gym for me, and I had my laptop with me, and I would study off the laptop, and I was listen to coaches to explain jabs and listen to coaches, and I was just practicing it, practicing it. And then next thing you know, the guy just because I always look physically in shape and yeah. look physically right. So uh, one day I came during the day, and the guy was like, "Yo, just jump in the ring." And I jumped in the ring with a twenty and two pro. He was twenty and two, and I held it down. Like I held it down, man. I was hitting him a lot, and he, and he won't hold him back. Like he was like, "All right, this dude kind of embarrassing me a little bit. Like I want to take him out." He couldn't take me out. He couldn't. He he couldn't take me out, and. That he was like, hey, I want to bring him back. How many amateur fights he got? And then the guy was like, uh, that was his first time sparring. Wow. So it's that's... 23. The guy said... The guy said... Uh, the 22 guys was like, hey, look, man, he going to be something. If that's his first time sparring, like, ain't no way. How he yeah. looked at... You're lying. Like, they didn't even believe... Like, anybody that was in the gym did not believe that that was my first time sparring. So that's when I knew. I said, man, I might got something. I might can be something. Um and uh and that guy hit me a lot and I knew, and, and and he couldn't even rock me like I was yeah. and that's when I was like yo I might got a chin too <laughs> I might could take some blows but I don't want to take them but I was like yo I might I'm but you like the adre- from talking to you before you like the adrenaline I do like you like I, I was do. like you you ever cared get hit you're like. Man, I kind of like it. Like, yeah, like, oh, yeah. Man, this guy's made for boxing, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that and that was the that was the whole deal about the last fight, man. Yeah. 
I was fighting, but I was just like, I don't want him to hit me. You know what I'm saying? Because I was thinking about it like, I don't know if I can take it right now. Like, I'm so weak. I'm so sick. Yeah. I, I don't want him to touch me. But in earlier fights, you see me, man. I walk right up on him like, uh-uh. Oh, ha, ha, ha. You know, like, like smiling. And I couldn't smile that fight, though. I used every energy just to fight. And I couldn't smile. I couldn't joke. I couldn't be myself. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, it, it it is what it is. But you best believe <laughs> my next fight, I'm coming out like coming out like Dwayne Beeman, smiling and joking. And what did I say to you on Facebook before, a few days ago? I said, I feel bad for the next the next. Oh, yeah, fighters, yeah. Man. Oh, yeah, like, man. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. And that's what I said. Like, hell, yeah, dog. You already know. Like, my, I told, and I just got off the phone. Shout out to Coach Joe Vargas. Joe Vargas, what's up? I love you. Uh, my head coach, I just got off the phone with him before I did a talk show, before I got here. And I told him, I said, hey, man, I need one favor from you. And he said, what's that? I said, when my next fight, when I, my next fight, I need you to just give me the first round. Don't say nothing. Just give me the first round. Put them, take my robe off mm-hmm. and don't say nothing. Just let me go out there. Let me just do what I want. I want to get back something from that from that last fight. Yeah. I, let me just go out there and just do my thing. And I'm telling you, whoever I fight, though, it's going to be, I'm going to go balls out. Like, yeah. bah, 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 just going yeah. at him. And then I said, then you can coach me after the second round. Let me get something out of my system because I got so much bottled up. Even when I was sick laying there with the IVs in me, mm-hmm. I was still thinking about what I can do. And what I'm going to do, yeah, you know. So, and I and I hope people doubt me. I hope people doubt me off that last performance. I really do, man. But you know, if you think about it, a lot of you even said uh, a lot of uh, professional boxers. They said, "Man, why did you fight? Why did you yeah, fight? Like, yeah, yeah. You must be crazy. Like that's that's hard to have a stomach a, a stomach bug, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or a stomach uh, food poisoning. Um, and I think, like I said, man, I think that even says a lot about your character. Yeah, the doctors. Man. The doctors you know? didn't even believe that I did fight. Like, the, yeah. of course, the, the 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 ring doctor I had to see right after the fight. He was upset with my team. He was just like, "You should never been in the ring," mm-hmm. you know. And then, like, when I had to go see a personal doctor because I felt like my condition was getting worse, that doctor that doctor didn't even believe I fought. Didn't wow. even believe it at all. Didn't believe it at all, you know. And then I had to, I had to, I had to, you know while I was sitting there I showed him some. Showed him like, nah, this was this happened Saturday. Mm-hmm. He was like, dude, he's the people. What you have, how much you contaminated. He's he said your pH balance is off too. And I was like, dude, I thought that was only women. Like I didn't know men <laughs> can have a pH balance. Like I was like, what are we talking about? Your P- levels off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what? I, what? What are we doing now? Yeah. Like what are you like? Whatever you putting in me, am I about to so grow? Did he give you like a shot of like apple cider vinegar? I don't know what he gave me. <laughs> Hey, that calms your stomach down, man. Yo. Yeah. But see, food poison not just your stomach, though. You know, it's not just oh, your it's stomach. Everything. Yeah, it's Basically. everything, dog. It, yeah. I, I felt like I felt like somebody hit me in the back with a sledgehammer. When I was walking to the ring, yeah. it felt like somebody was hitting me in the back with a sledgehammer. And I was walking, and um, and I wanted to tell Saul was with me, and he uh, shout out to Saul for both taking promotion. He was rubbing my neck. But I was, I wanted to like push him, like, yo, man, that y'all hurt. <laughs> like, don't rub my neck, man. Right now, I don't want to feel nothing, you know? <laughs> yeah, he was like massaging the massager, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, so, uh, it's like, <laughs> when I was in there getting the IV, like, everything just hurt. Like, and mm-hmm. that's why, you know, well known boxes and guys were hitting me up, like, 
why you do it. And people that have experienced food poisoning, they'll tell me, like, I don't know how you do it. Like, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. They just they just give me all the credit in the world. Like, I can't believe it. Like, you even did it. And I took mm-hmm. some body shots and some low blows. And I still was still coming, you know. Man, I think, you know, with, uh, I know, I mean, I have faith. I, I know that you're going to be, you know, you're going to have a world title soon. I believe yes. it. I strongly do. And we'll talk about HBO in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, um, like I said, I think all these different challenges and struggles, they add on to your story. And this is, this is just like another stepping stone oh, to, yeah. get in, to get into that, to that point, man. And so kind of jumping back, let's rewind a little bit. Okay. So rewinding. So I know you had, you know, you had a promote boxing promotional company in North Carolina. Yeah. Um, stop running promotions. Talk about your scrubber right there. Yeah. Like- yep, exactly. <laughs> yep. So when you were boxing in North Carolina, you were, you were fighting and yeah. you were a businessman. Yeah. Uh, so you lately last year you made huge career changes um and a huge switch yes. so tell me what happened before you made that transition to head to the west coast what kind of what, what happened here so well, we were here we, then- we was we was doing good as a promotion team we was probably in the beginning and we was just you know didn't have nobody no partners involved and we was just kind of making ends meet on the shows at first then we had a big show and that 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 put some extra money in my pocket and put some extra funds and things. But then I started thinking like, man, maybe I should take on partners and get people involved. Um, and the biggest struggle that I had with stop running promotion is out defining good people to help. Like it, it's okay to invest money, but what it would, like if you invest five, say you invest five thousand dollars in my company or something, but then you want three. VIP tables which cost a thousand how much did you really invest you get what I'm saying yeah I know what you're saying or you invest more than that but then you say hey let's have a partnership I put this amount in but I'm gonna bring this amount to it but you don't bring that this amount but you still wait for a return Mm -hmm. see I had bad partners I started dealing with bad partners that's when I knew it was about time to get out because if you if you if you getting money or receiving and you having people here that's supposedly your team, they're not really your team. They're just trying to get yeah. get back. And then I, and I started noticing, I was like, man, I'm making people money around me. They're not investing long run. They're yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I'm, in, I'm making people quick money, but what am I getting? What am I getting? Mm-hmm. You're not getting, you're not bringing not a single ticket sale. I mean, these people that, that, that was like trying to be partnered with me won't bring in a single ticket sale, but, but chipping at the door. Mm-hmm. You know, chipping that thing. So I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm out. <laughs> I said, I'm gonna do. I'm, I said, I'm getting up out of here. I said, I ain't, I'm gonna move in silence right now. But everybody pissed me off, and mm-hmm. and if the final scrawl was, it was a company, and I had them on our flyers. Never had nobody else on the flyer with me, but it was a company that I had with me, and the deal was they put them out. Uh, I don't care, man. I don't care. I, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. They put twenty five thousand dollars in, right? Mm-hmm. And that twenty five thousand, I put shoot Jesse right there about sixty thousand. I put sixty thousand in, and they put twenty five. A little higher. A little you higher. get what I'm saying? I put way more. I put yeah. everything in for the last couple shows. I put everything I had in for the last couple shows, yeah. and I had somebody put in twenty five. And their and their deal, the deal was they put to be with me for a couple shows. And but they supposed to be bringing in, bringing in fans and bringing in tickets and bringing in something, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Promote, even promote. Yeah. They won't doing none of that. So I got on the phone with the boss and said, "Hey, listen, man, I'm really not happy. 
you're not doing nothing. Like you're, I, I don't have no help here, mm-hmm. you know. And and even and, and shout out to Stop Run Promotion. I was even having problems with my own promotion team because yeah. I was like, I felt like I was the only one out there. You know what I mean? You're doing everything. Yourself, I was doing man. everything, dude. Told, I, yeah. It's bad. Know, it's bad when you got your you got your notepad in your hand and you got your belt on your shoulder yeah. and you showing up to these places like, hey, look, um, I'm trying to get you to come on out to the fight, and I'm trying to market myself as a potential sponsor and everything. So I asked the man, I asked the guy, I said, hey, uh, can you please maybe just come down here for a week? And uh, he's already got a book. I'm already coming down a week. I said, really? Like, before we even had a conversation, I'm coming down a week, and I already told, I already told my wife and, uh, and blah de blah that I'm coming down there to help you promote. He got here. First of all, he won't picking up the phone when he got here. And I finally got in touch with him. I, I went to the hotel. So I'm at the hotel with the guy, you know. And he's showing me, you know, excuse me. I, we, we, I'm going to be raw yeah, on this. Yeah. I'm going to be raw on the thing. He's showing me some fat chick <laughs> that he met on Instagram. Uh, that That's who he's going to be spending his time with. I'm like, dude, like. First of all, you're married. That's number one. You're married, uh, and we're and we're tr- and we're supposed to be doing a business right now. Like, you're not gonna be coming to the shows. You, I got all. I had like six people lined up that we're supposed to visit that day, and he's in there trying to get some fat chick from Hickory, North Carolina. <laughs> I can't make this stuff uh, up. She wasn't part of the promotion. Team, no, she, she wasn't. <laughs> No, she wasn't. He probably prom- he probably promised her a ring girl spot. I don't know exactly what he promised her, but I won't happy. And I knew right then I said, I'm done with them. I don't care. You can go spread all the lies about me you want to. You can do this, do that. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what they did. I don't care. Call the box commission. Do whatever. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I am done. I was done with North Carolina as as people. You know, as 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 the fighting community, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was done with the boxing community, not the boxing uh, commission because I still love them. Shout out to India, all of them, I love them. But boxing community wise, they never supported me. They never had my back. They never. I don't care about them dudes. I don't care about them dudes. I don't care about them fighters. I don't care. I don't follow them on Facebook. They all follow me. You know I me. Mean? I don't care. I don't care what they do. I wish them the best of luck. Mm-hmm. Even the people, even the people that did me wrong. I wish you the best of luck. Talk about me. I don't yeah. care. Spread my name. They're talking about you. Yeah, they're talking about me. I don't yeah, yeah. care. So that 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 was part of my reason too for leaving because I had it's crazy. I had HBO execs come to my show. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they they came to my show. A couple of my shows. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just to say, hey, look, if this if this guy can do it, we're coming here. If he can really keep selling tickets, if he can bring crowds like he he's a he's a great talent. We're coming here. But I couldn't I couldn't get over the hurdle. I couldn't get over the you hurdle. Put, you put North Carolina on the radar. Yes, I put radar, I put man. us on a I put us yeah. on a major radar and shout out to all the people that's coming up from North Carolina that's feeding off my blueprint. Mm-hmm. Um Jaquan Towns, I know he's promoting yeah, like me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael William Jr. Mm-hmm. Them guys, I see, I see some people, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. wish them the best and do your thing, you know. But don't count on the boxing community. Count on the fans, because I got the biggest supporters and love from people. And I could have, I could have. That's my angle. That's the only thing I wish I had did mm-hmm. is um, me and Jesse should have angle our approach to the fans more. Yeah. 
I was trying to get help from business corp, business mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And business is business. Yeah. They looking for a fast buck. No, I should have been down to earth with all the fans and let them know, like, hey, listen, I need y'all help. I need I need y'all come to my shows. You know? So that's 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 part of that's part of the reason I had to get up out of North Carolina. So it seems it really seems like everyone relied on you Everybody. to promote, to do Everybody. the marketing, advertising, the branding, everything. And then they're expecting, oh, you know what? Let him kind of promote. He's got this large reach. And yeah. I'm just going to get my quick buck and I'm out. Peace. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Or, or so, come back. Because they know, because I did. Everybody that, that, anybody that say, oh, Dwayne, I, Dwayne did me dirty or something. No, I made you money. Mm-hmm. You made money off me. That's why you kept coming back. Come on now. I, I stay. How many shows I do here? 11, 12? Yeah, you did a lot. You don't do 11, 12 if you're a bad businessman. Nah. So that's why they can never say that. But I, I let them talk. I don't care, man. I'm, I'm getting money now. <laughs> you, but you know, know what? what? <laughs> but, but, I mean, but you know what, though? So those challenges that you went through with that, yeah. I mean, at least you, it, it gave you a good understanding of the business yeah. of boxing. Yes. You see things a lot of people don't see. Yes. Right? A yes. lot of these boxers, regardless of how good they are, you know that they don't understand the business side of it. They're just they're these some of these promotion companies, whatever they're they're yeah. uh, they're, they're taking money yes, from them. Yes, and then, and and I also, but one downfall on me is that maybe I know too much about the promotion side, and that's why I make kind of decisions I make because like Bell um, Beltrain, uh, uh, Fernando Beltrain, my promoter, and Saul Rios with Boteca Promotion, them guys. They know I understand that stuff, and they—that's what they love about me too, because like I'm understanding. I know what it takes to promote. I understand what it takes to hear to that. Uh, bringing fighters in, doing all sorts of stuff. I understand all that stuff. They also know you're smart with business. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yes. So they can't. Yeah. You you'll know something's wrong yeah. with the books. They're gonna something, know something's if something up. wrong. If something right. if something don't add up, then right. I know. You know little yep. things. So it's a I'm and then and even with being coach. I, I got great integrity. Like, I'm going to run. I'm going to do all the things I need to do when my coach is not watching. Even right, even right now, I'm supposed to be on vacation. But I'm not really on vacation. I know I'm, I'm going to start working out, like, in the next two days. Yeah. You know? So, um, I I understand so much. But it could be my little downfall, too, because one thing about my team, Jesse can tell you, too. Like, um, I try to bring everybody along. I always try to help everybody that's around me. And I have to be selfish now. It's no more stop running promotions right now. Mm-hmm. I have to be selfish. I got to focus. It's, it's yeah. Dwayne Beeman. Yeah. That's what I got to keep. I got to reiterate that a lot to myself. Like, Dwayne, don't worry about that. It's about Dwayne Beeman. You know, so <laughs> that's what I'm doing. So, I mean, I see, uh, you know, I was doing your Facebook lives and I love them. Yeah. And um, some, of, some of them were really funny. You know what I mean? We, we chat in the Facebook lives and some of them, we had some good laughs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, with North Carolina, <laughs> just boxers in general, what, how do you perceive the, the North Carolina boxing scene from the rest of the states? And you can kind of, I know you have a big spiel on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to try to sum this up right, real right, quick. Okay, okay. North Carolina boxing. Oh man, I <laughs> okay. So when I came in the scene, I knew it need change. All right, and what I did was defend the fighter. Even right now, 
I defend the fighters. Like my last, what my last thing that I jumped up there and talked about North Carolina, but I was talking about the cheesy belts that these these promoters are giving fighters because mm-hmm. yep. they're trying to copy this image of Dwayne Beeman because I fought the, I fought for belts. So right now they're trying to do that. They but they'll never pay homage. They'll never say, "Oh, Dwayne did this first. This is how we should do it." Or they'll never contact me and say, "Hey, Dwayne, what was? How did you, this work out for you to do belts? And how you you know what I mean? Yeah, like that. Or get pick my brain to get some knowledge." Like people gotta understand, there's. I had a situation even with the IBO with 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 the belts. That my intercontinental belt, they sold me a bad belt, a bad belt. Like that's boxing business. That's something that I didn't know happens. They sold me a belt that was damaged, damaged belt, and then expect me to pay a sanctioning fee on that. You get what I'm saying? So I said. IBO, <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not with yeah. it. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's something that I could tell another promoter: watch what you buying, watch what you purchasing, watch what your sanctioning buyers are paying for, watch what, watch behind the scenes because you may get screwed in the end. So instead of getting knowledge like that, these people try to go or or to do their own thing and then try to say, oh, we doing it like this. Without giving any kind of acknowledgement that I started it for you, right. so North Carolina boxing, it, I say, is the wild wild west right now with no law. Like you know what I'm saying, and I mean it's it's so wild. North Carolina boxing is so wild right now. It's not even you know in the wild wild west they had you know Django and Chain or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. They had bounty hunters. It ain't even no bounty hunters right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> It ain't even no bounty hunters kind of controlling what's going on, and it be it be really putting the box commission in bad um, situations. You know what I mean? But I, I uh, and it's just a bunch of people trying to get a quick dollar. But you can't get a quick dollar off a product that's not moving like that. North Carolina's not moving like that. Mm-hmm. It, it in boxing in the box community, it's not moving like that. So why are you trying? Unless you're trying to understand that. Let's give them something good to, to to come, but you can't be greedy in this game, and everybody out here is trying to be greedy, and that's the problem. It's like there's like a big lack of momentum. It's a it's lack of momentum. It's no more momentum. These and then I see other. I see. I just seen this fat heavyweight. You know, <laughs> he over here running around trying to be stop running TV. You know, like he trying to do the Wayne Beeman stop running TVs without the whole. Camera system, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can't speak like me if you didn't do nothing. You haven't beat nobody with a good record. Like these yeah. guys are speaking like they doing something they're not doing. Like it's it's like they're trying to do all these things without paying their dues. Yeah, without paying their dues. Yeah. and that's why I said back to the wild wild west. Yeah, how you gonna rob a bank if you can't even rob a convenience store? You know what I'm saying? Like you you get what I'm saying? You don't have no game plan. Like they, these guys are just out there with no game plan. No the coach, strategy. the coaches too. Like these the coaches, um, the coach. There was a coach from Durham. He he sent me a message. Uh. And he, I mean, literally, literally, this man said in his message, I want to congratulate you, not for losing the fight, but I want to congratulate you because they said for getting screwed over there in Mexico. I want to congratulate you for that. Cool. I was like, all right, well, that means you just a hater. You want me to lose. That's cool. You want me to lose? All right. I mean, everybody entitled to their opinion. You remember the guy that jumped on my Facebook Live? He just, whatever was wrong with him. But, all right, cool. You, don't, you just wanted me to lose. Thank you. All right. 
But the, then the, the guy sending you direct messages. Or yeah, he sent me a direct, direct <laughs> message saying this. But then you go and say this in the same message. I told everybody. So that means everybody is talking about the Wayne Beeman. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So you making me look more popular. Now you saying I told everybody that um, you're not invincible. So right there. <laughs> So you say you telling everybody I'm not invincible. So right now you already compare me to an invincible being. That makes me feel so good. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> Thank you, bro. You were yeah. making me feel so good. Like I told everybody you you're not invincible. That your time was coming. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like how you write a message like that to a man, a grown man, right there, and you're older than me. You know what I'm saying? How you write a message like that? So, but that tells me right there. Where that shows you're doing something right, though. Oh my God! It shows me where I'm at in North mm-hmm. Carolina, Boston. Mm-hmm. I am at the top pedestal. That means it's no one even near me. Yeah. In my state, this is my state. There's no one near me in boxing. Yeah. Nowhere near me in boxing, and I can clearly say that with all the utmost respect to everybody. That's not a. That's not one of those. Oh, Dwayne need to stay humble. No, this being Dwayne need to be real. I'm being real. There's no one near me. I know you hate that question. So hey, you yeah, need to stay humble. I hate. I hate when people say that. <laughs> stay humble. Stay humble. Stay humble, Dwayne. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you come keep on. Keep humility. Yeah, like. like how yeah. am I not? Like, dude, do you want somebody that's fake being humble? Like, like you know, or do you want somebody just being genuine who they are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to understand. You got to see who he is. Like mm-hmm. humble is humble is getting up when I don't want to train and training. Humble is giving God all the glory mm-hmm. for everything I have accomplished. Long as God know I'm 100%. humble to Him, long as God know I'm humble to Him, I don't need to be. I don't care what y'all think. You're not, to, you're not here to please I'm everybody. I'm not here man. to please. Because you know what? They, a lot, a lot of them, they don't care about you. They don't. So, what, so why are you going to waste your time and they, effort? They don't. You see what I'm saying? They don't, they don't they care don't about, care you. about so me. To, you know? So like, like why do, why would I care about, and but that's why I say to the fans, I love the fans. I love the people yeah. that's not part of boxing. Who's supporting but, you? Who's supporting me? Yeah. You see when I write something, you see all the comments, yeah. everybody jumps up there and say, hey, yo, Wayne, don't worry, don't worry. But see, that's the reason too. That's the reason too, and that's and let, let's talk about. I want to talk about another thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, people always talk about lessons learned. Everybody, everybody, shout out to everybody that wrote that to me. They said, Dwayne, you didn't take an L. This is like a lesson learned. You learned something, but y'all don't really know what I really learned. Mm-hmm. I went against God's will. That's why the decision didn't go my way. I went against God's will. Something that I always do before I fight is I pray. Mm-hmm. I didn't pray. I didn't pray before this fight. Mm-hmm. I, call, I usually call my dad and get a prayer for him. I usually call my brother and get a prayer for him. Or I call both of them. But I knew my dad got power over me. And I knew if I called my dad, my dad was going to make me not fight. I know my dad. Mm-hmm. I knew it. And I, and I avoided him. I avoided everybody. I wouldn't talk to nobody because I was like, man, if I talk to my sister, she's going to tell me not to fight. And she's going to be right. And I shouldn't. Uh-uh. You know, I, I went in there for the wrong reasons. I was thinking about how much I was gonna get. I was thinking about money. I was thinking about I was thinking about the crowd. And my dad told me two things. My dad told me when I was growing up before boxing, he told me, do not make a decision for money and do not make a decision for pride and glory. And why you think um, I and why you think I stepped in the ring? I stepped in the ring for those two things. Yeah. And that's not that's not what I am about. That's not what I'm about. That's not what I'm about. 
So that was my lesson learned. My God, my God. Mm-hmm. Now I don't want to use the word humble. My God, sit there and spank me. <laughs> my God reached down here, yeah. pulled my little pants down, <laughs> and gave me a little spanking on the butt. But at least now you know. Now you I know. Saying? So it was yeah. a lesson learned. Now it you was, know. That's my you're lesson. You're not going to make mistakes. It's just part yes, of it. It's part, it's part of, of the journey, it's, man. it's part of the life. It's yeah. part of the life. And and once they said he won, I, I look. I look. If you see the camera, I looked up and I and I turned and I said sorry. That's why I said this guy. Mm-hmm. I said sorry, guy. That's what I said. So now that you have, I mean, the way now that you have all this experience, you've been, you know, been boxing for over 10, 15 years. You've been, you know, you don't you understand. The oh, business. I ain't hit fifteen. Oh, oh I only oh. been boxing. I want to say what seven years. Really? You said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about officially, like uh, actually putting the gloves on. Right, right, right. Yeah, they remember I couldn't I couldn't do nothing at, until I graduated. And I had graduated at 24. 24. Okay. So I couldn't do nothing until then now then yeah. I could box, you know so what I'm saying? Eight years. Yeah. So, you know, with your experience in, in just the business side of it and fighting, do you see any Corruption in boxing. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I just, I just felt it. <laughs> I just, I just got a, I just got a dose of it in Mexico, you know. But it's, it's corruption. It's corruption everywhere. It's corruption. Like everywhere. Even with promotional companies and dealing with others. And oh stuff yeah, like that. oh yeah. Just long as, listen, man. The best, long as people ain't greedy. Long, long as money involved, it's always gonna be some corruption. Yeah. Long as money involved in something, it's always gonna be co- some corruption. And I seen it, man. I seen I, when I first moved to Vegas, I seen a lot of people were trying to get me on cars, and they saw how much tickets I could sell. I remember the guy told me, uh, uh, "Sansa Promotion, he said, hey, look, I can get you on this car. How many tickets you could sell?" Like literally, I brought him five thousand dollars worth of tickets, tickets within like two weeks. And he was like, oh, I got to get it. And he was just trying to do it. He, he was trying to get me. He was like, Jesse was down there with me, man. Dude, he was trying to get me to fight anybody. But the laws in Vegas is hard. They saw my record and who I beat. They weren't going to just let me fight anybody. And I told him that. I knew that anyway. Yeah. And he was just trying to fight, find, find this guy, find this guy. Then they brought a guy from Africa. You know, with a good record, and then the guy, the African fighter, failed the test. He failed his he failed his medical test, so that's why that fight fell out. But that was a blessing, cause I probably would have been going with that promotion team, and 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 they weren't the best choice for me. I've been fighting maybe once or twice a year, and that's what that's the offers that I got from like Mayweather's mm-hmm. and and the bigger promotion, other promotion groups. Is they offer me contracts, but their minimums for 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 fights a year was like one to two fights a year, and mm-hmm. then, and if they don't give you that second fight, uh, they get they got like a um, a couple months in the following year to get you that fight. So they protected mm-hmm. all the way around in that contract. That contract was protected all the way around. You know what I'm saying? It was different with Beltran. Beltran's like this, like, look, man, this is how we're going to do it. He, he said, he called me his brother, man. He's like, brother, man. That's how he said. He said, listen, man, I'm going to make you a lot of money, and I'm going to make you a world champion. Sign with me. That was it? And, he's, and I was like, how many times I can fight a year? He said, as many times you want. I said, dude, that's it. <laughs> I said, he's respected. The guy's known yeah, man, the He's everywhere, man. So, like I said, that's all I need to hear. Thank you. You think I think about it? He had me fight. He had me fight twice in a month already. Who yeah. who you know fifteen to know fighting twice a month and stuff like that. Like he yeah. he he got me right where I need to be. 
He got me right where I need to be. Seems like he has a roadmap for you. He, he got knows. a roadmap. He's smart. He has a yeah, strategy he, he has for a you. great roadmap, yeah. and we just got to continue doing the. We got to continue doing what we got to do. And I'm with a great team. Shout out to my gym, the Arena Gym. I, I got like I'm, I train at like the best gym in California, man. The Arena I saw it Gym. Looks good. Yo, man, like the San Diego gym is yeah. just. It's beautiful. So it's just like I went from my stories went from having no help and just having people, uh, but just two loyal people. Shout out to uh, Bieska and Jesse. They was right there with me. Right. You know, I had two loyal people, but really didn't have no help after that. And Josh, Josh Hodges from South Carolina. Sorry, Josh. Shout out to Josh. I had those people. That's it. I went from really no help. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then. And, and we had our battles, too. You know what I'm saying? Golly, we had our battles, you know? How many times you could quit on this? Like, she'll quit She'll quit every other show. You know what I'm saying? Like, quit. You know what I mean? I ain't doing it today. In between shows. Yeah, in between it's, shows. It's harder, you know? it's harder to run a business, man. It's, it's hard to run a business. Yeah. It's harder to run and a boxing business. boxing and doing everything yourself. Yes, yes. It's so, hard stuff, yeah. yeah, so I went from basically not having not having to now I have a whole other team. And I got to keep trusting that team. You know what I'm saying? But we all trust each other and and learning each other. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Saul Rios. He gave me a big hug after that fight. And 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 me, I can't say that me and him always had tension, but we. I always, I always watch Saul. I always watch his movements. I was like, man, I, is he here here with me, or is he is he looking for a paycheck off me? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I I always had. I, I'll be honest. I always had that little thought, and I bet he probably had little thoughts in his head, like, is Dwayne really here for me? Is Dwayne got my back? But after that fight, we hugged each other, and he said some stuff in my ear, and he, and it brought us so close. Even my coach, my coach, it brought me so close with him, and everything, like, I, tr- I fully trust my team, and I love awesome. them. I love them. So, and it, and it said I had to go through something bad. To to gain their trust, yeah. I, if I went and won that, knocked that guy, and I've been like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Let you know, move on. But so, would you would you ever want to jump back into the the you know business of boxing, or would you want to just stay stay in fighting? So even after you retire, would you ever want to jump back in? Or? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I, I can see myself being like a uh, probably a strength conditioning coach okay. or or a definitely a promoter. Like I, I can talk your head off now. Like I can, I can promote, baby, or a matchmaker. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, I could do, I could do all those things because that's what I did. I did for myself. People don't know that. People used to think I. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna let the cat out the bag. So when I used to match myself in the fights, I used to, uh, I used to act like I was Jesse Hod, uh, Jesse, Jesse Mercer, or Josh Hodges. So it was funny. I would put Jesse in so many bad situations because Jesse. <laughs> I would speak on the phone like I'm Jesse, right? I would talk to people like I'm Jesse. And then um, I get the fight made and stuff. So guess what? When them people show up for weigh-ins, they want to meet Jesse. So Jesse's standing over there like this. And then they like, hey, Jesse, talk to you on the phone. And Jesse, oh, my God, listen. He was the best actor. He was the best actor. He was like, yeah, yeah, I remember you. How you doing? How you doing, Elmo? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? He will play it all and, I mean, without me and him recording. Like, I tell him little stuff like, yo, what's the name going to come at you, you know what I'm saying, say this, such, and such. I would try to coach him on certain stuff, but I couldn't remember all this stuff. It was way in time. I'm ready to weigh in. So I get, but I used to always look over there. I'd be, I'd be smiling, looking at him like, look at this dude right here. Like, he is moving across. He was moving around the crowd, talking to people that never met him, but they think they met him. 
You know what I'm wow. saying? It was hilarious. He he don't even know who fuss at him. Cause so many people I gotta fuss out. Like, you know, they didn't. I'd be like, hang up there, sucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? I was Jesse. I was Jesse on the phone, man. So I was like, well, hang up then. And they'll call me back, like, well, we're sorry, Jesse. You know what I'm saying? So Jesse had time. There were times people would come to him and they'd be like, hey, man, uh, sorry about what I said on the phone. You, he'd be like, oh, man, don't worry about it, man. We good. Then he'll look at me like, what the world? What, what are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, it was funny, man. But that, it was little secrets I had to do. Ain't nothing that I did that I did that other companies didn't do. Like losing money, making money. All companies do that. Yeah. Struggle. No, I don't know a single company that that was just flirt out successful their no. first year anyway. It's always up and down. Always up and yeah. down. So ain't nothing I've nothing that I've been through that other companies ain't been through. So yeah. I know that I can jump right back in, stop running promotions, and be a promoter when I'm done. So from going from North Carolina to the West Coast, has your training is the the training strategy, the regimen, is it completely different? Like what do you what do you do now to train for a fight? Like getting into nitty gritty of your of just because man, because I I know like when I sparred, boxing is hard, man. We talked about this. It's yeah, yeah. It's a hard sport, man. Just cardio and mm-hmm. it's you know. I mean, it's. Tough. I'm a um. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think since I moved to the West, I think I'm a better uh boxer. I moved to the West and became a more of a better boxer. Uh, but I think I lost some of that grit. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, I think. It's it's too fruity over there. Like I love the West Coast, but it's too it's too it's too soft over there. Like it's, you know, what I mean, I, I, hate to, I hate to say it like that, but it's like I I felt like I'm just getting a little too I'm too too um comfortable too what well, no what's that word that guy used on the movie? He was like the worst thing is you don't got uh not commercial Hollywood not Hollywood. It was something where he was like. Because right now, in the boxing world, you need to be an animal. You need to be vicious. Yeah. Um, the word that he said, you had got too... No, it's not comfortable. Domestic. 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 Yeah, you don't got too domestic now. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what I went through. I, I, I got too domestic. I got too comfortable. I, things was falling in place for me so well that I got, no, I, I got domestic. I was like, that was probably the worst thing, but... This right here gonna make this right here made that that anger come at that that grittiness and cause and now I can mix with better boxing and 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 being strong cause like uh, it feels crazy but the older I get the stronger I feel the the better in shape I feel you know what I mean like I just feel like nobody can touch me you know a lot of times I feel like that that I that that I had to get sick for somebody to even make a make it look conventional. Yeah. Something had to be wrong with me to even make a fight look good. Because even even when I spar in front of Canelo and I, Abel Sanchez, all yeah. these top... We're talking about top guys in the, in oh, the sport. Yeah. They saying... They looking at me like, yo, what in the world this guy been at? Who is this guy? This guy going to be a world champion. You know what I'm saying? They, they seeing what I'm doing to all these so-called really good fighters that y'all think are so good. You know? But I just got to make sure I do like it. Like this in the, hidden gem. Type yeah, of yeah, thing. yeah. But I got to make sure I start doing that in the ring. So that means I got to start taking care of myself. I got to make sure that that I'm eating the right stuff now. I got to make. I got to watch myself a little more closely. Are you Are you doing like two days or is it? Oh yeah. Is I, the, so is is the like, what would be the hardest type of training for you? Is it, I know you run a lot. 
I mean, you're probably doing some not crazy lifting, right? You want to be lean. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. The mountain. The what? Me, me and the mountain. Me and this mountain, man. Me and this mountain be fighting, man. We we really we really be going at it. Like I literally some days. Some days I beat this mountain. Some days the mountain beat me. You know. Uh, so the hardest thing that been is the elevation. So did you go to the Big Bear? Yeah, yeah. When I was in Big, Big Bear, Bear well. now it didn't. Big Bear didn't affect me. Like it, I don't know. Everybody was talking about the elevation before I got there. Maybe, maybe that's what psyched me. Psyched so elevation things training. Out. Yeah, elevation training. But the two a days. Because uh, I train in Mexico a lot. Like, I train in Mexico a lot because they got guys my size for sparring, you know. I got to get more comfortable. I always beat up big guys. But over there is so many guys my size or a little smaller. And I and I realized in my head, I was like, oh, shoot. It's a little more difficult to fight a smaller guy. I have noticed that. Or yeah, remember, even, even my guy. You fought, you, you, uh, you, knocked, you knocked out that six-foot yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Was that North Carolina? Yeah, that was North Carolina. Yeah, so like I've noticed like, you know what? I do ten times better with guys bigger than me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, that's why I started training in Mexico. I gotta still get going I gotta get that experience going to get smaller guys because all the champions are my size or smaller. And the Mexican fighters have a lot of grit, man. They oh yeah, they, they gotta don't give up. They don't give know? up. I mean, dude, I I beat up I beat up a guy. He was preparing for a fight. We were sparring. I beat this guy up so bad, man. And I felt like, dude, why have they still got this guy sparring? But I beat the brace off, beat the brace. I was just beating him up. And then when we came out of the ring, find out the guy was like 18 and 0. And he just was like, he took his headgear off. I was like, well, hey, you know, man, I was like, right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was just like, whatever. You know, like, hey, man, I got, I, he was just like, I got beat up. Like, oh, well. Can you come again tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? Like, he got humbled? Yeah, that, that, <laughs> but no, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I don't even think he he enjoyed it. He enjoyed, I mean, bust, busted nose, mouth bleeding. And I even think I bruised his eye something. And he's talking about coming tomorrow. And I was like, dude, you got a fight coming up. Like, that's not American. That's not American. So I got to get on that level. Because guess what? The champion's going to be like that. They're going to be gritty like that. And I can't have that in my heart saying, oh, I'm beating up this guy. I can't feel. No, man, no more of that. So you training like some of these guys. I know your friends with Sean Porter. Like, So is his training a lot different than yours? I mean, that guy is he's world champion too. Yeah, so. man. Dude, Sean Porter couldn't. Shout out to Sean Porter. But Sean Porter couldn't even keep up with me, dog. Oh. Like, no, nah, man. I, I so was, I was nah, man. Yeah. The, even these top level guys, y'all see, my training was harder than theirs. My tra- I train myself harder than them, and they know it. They know it. If I train along them, and they see me, they see me go these rounds. Even Canelo was like, "Oh man, like this dude is legit. He's fight. He's fighting a featherweight, and we actually had to pull the featherweight out the ring yeah, and keep him. That. Yeah, we got to keep him in there and pull the featherweight out the ring. So people see what I'm doing, and they already know that this is." This is a, a I'm at that monster level, but I just gotta I gotta continue taking care of myself to make sure I, it shows in the ring. Cause I could do all that in the I could do that all in practice. I could do that all in the and, and sparring and stuff and practice and all that stuff. But I gotta show them that in the ring. I gotta show it in the ring. Yeah. So let's look to the future. Yes. Future. All yes. Right. Enough of the past. So yeah. what's Dwayne's What's Dwayne's Plan for HBO. I know we talked about HBO a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. know that's kind of like I, well, I, I know you're going to get there. So what's what's kind of what's the plan? How what is it going to take for you to get there? 
I'll just trust in the process. Uh, trust in the process with Fernando, uh, Zanford Promotions. They already guaranteed me to be up there, and um, I've seen some seen some things that 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 I can sign to get 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 the ball rolling. But I just gotta trust the process and let them go. Is that we, you, you have to win in order to get there, or is it? No, it's hmm. the, see with that, it's not about winning and losing. Well, of course I'm gonna win my fights, but it's not about winning and losing. It's about being the right team and being the right opportunity. So I just gotta trust the process, and let them do it. But uh, also in the same sense, see the the plan is. People think there's a reason why I'm fighting in Mexico. Like, I don't know whatever reason they think I'm fighting in Mexico, but the idea is to build up that, that, um, that Hispanic, or the, how they like to say, because the, Hispanic, you know what I'm saying? So, that's build up that Hispanic or uh, culture, man, like the, that fan base. I have to build it up. I a had lot of to be. Know, they know who you are now. You're yes, man, city, I man. do. You're I walked up, uh, man. Know? I walk. Uh, I got. Uh, I be in Rosarito, Tijuana. People come up to me and be like, "Beaming, beaming." Let me get a picture. And I'm like, "Yeah, no doubt, dog." No. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's cool. You know what I mean? So, like, and I stand out like a. I stand out like a sore thumb. Like you, if you really at, at that gym. When I went in that arena, though, I was the only black man there, <laughs> and it was like, you know, I stand out. I stand out. Everybody wanted to take a picture with me. Everybody wanted to, even even with the decision, they, everybody was rushing to me. So um, they understand that, and these people travel. The expanded uh, expanded culture, man. They love boxing, and they would travel. They would yeah. travel to see you fight. So that's why we want when we go fight on HBO, we want we want people yelling when they yell out Mexico, Mexico, or something. They saying it for me too. Because I'm like one of them. If I keep coming to their hometowns and, and, and I come to their hometowns and fight their top guys, I don't be trying to fight their bums. I be coming to the who, who, oh, this guy, he lives around the corner. Oh, he got a good record. That's who y'all love. All right, I fight him. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not coming here trying to. And that's what happened with that last fight. You know what I'm saying? They was, they was, they were pushing a narrative that I was trying to fight. Less opposition, but the top guys wouldn't fight me. They pulled out the fights with yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? They didn't want to fight me. So, like, I'm just going to continue building up that Hispanic uh, crowd because I need them. I need them. I mean, man, they, well, they'll make my checks bigger. Let's just talk yeah. business. They'll make my checks bigger in HBO. If, yep. and like HBO, yeah, if HBO, if HBO bring me in and they see that I can sell to the Hispanic t- exactly. side and the Americans, yep. they're going to be like, yo, let's give him a bigger check. Instead, well, of, instead, of, instead, instead of instead of instead of instead of one hundred seventy five, let's give him three hundred k, or let's give him four hundred k. Let's let's give him the bigger checks because he's a big draw, and that's what it's about. That's why I'm fighting down there. People be coming up with all these stupid stuff because Come a lot on. of them they doing because a lot of them they don't know. They just think about they isolate the sport, yeah. right? They don't think about the business behind it. For you, I know what you're doing because you're expanding your reach. You're gonna yeah. get fans around the world, and yeah. then what's gonna happen? Is when HBO comes to you, they're gonna say, "Man, this guy has reached all over North America. That's we're gonna get a return on that very, very." Yes, quickly. we're gonna Sometimes, get a return on it quick. Every yeah. e- even HBO is looking for a return. <laughs> like, like, like everybody's looking for yeah. a freaking return. You get what I'm saying? And and that's why I that's why I'm saying like, so why hate me for leaving? And leaving whatever situation that I was in because I was trying to get a return. I'm not getting a return from the people around me. Right. They're not returning nothing. They're not helping me with nothing. I'm out. 
So the same thing I know with the the further I get, these people are gonna be looking for a return. You think Beltran doing all of this just for no He's return? He's a businessman, of course. He's he a businessman. Man. Yeah. He he looking for a return. How can we promote Dwayne so big that we're gonna get our money in some off of him right. and still be taking care of him too? Mm-hmm. You know, like he said, me, me and him talking. We want my kids set for life. We want we want things set for life oh, for yeah. me yeah. before yeah. when I when I leave the sport. So. You know, that's that's the plan. So, what's the future for Dwayne Beeman? I know you got your shoes, you got retail, you got. I mean, you got your little, you got your little brand. Yeah, you got your shirts. Yeah, yeah, baby. You know what I'm saying? You got. I should ask you to bring you one, man. Actually. I should uh, have. Man. I'm so sorry, man. My <laughs> that's bad. Right, that's right. But yeah. Um, so, what's the future aside from just combining, you know, the business side of it and. And, and um, you know, I know the whole HBO thing. So, what are, what's the plans? The plan is to get. The plan is to return North Carolina. Okay. See, people don't know that. Like, I, I, I do need to return North Carolina. This is my home. This is my home. This is where I have. This is where I was inspired to do what I'm doing now. But I have to return with something more than what I left with. A lot more than what I left with. Mm-hmm. I want to return with a couple of world titles. I still, I still feel like North Carolina. Oh me, I'm sorry. I feel like I, I, I invested a lot of money, a lot of everything into North Carolina, and I want some get back. So when I come back, when I come back, I want to sell out in a, a major arena. I want to fight in maybe the PNC. I want to fight in one of the Charlotte gyms or something. Like, I know I want – I, yes, it'd be a great yeah. feeling in front of my own town, like in front of my own people, my own people. So, yeah, I'll do what I got to do out here. Show every show everybody that I can fight on a worldwide scale. I'm a world class athlete. How about Beeman Arena? The Be- hey, so Beeman Arena sound. Hey, close, doesn't it? Hey, that sound it good. Close, hey, they got a, that got a nice little ring to it. Yeah. That's a, that got a nice little ring to it. So like, yeah, we can fight in the Beeman Arena. You know what I'm saying? So that and sound, now you got connections with all these these promoters. Yes, they yes. can get your back. They will back See? me up. So, like, that's the whole point. It's just being become becoming such a figure that when I return here, that these arenas pay me to fight there. You get what I'm saying? You think Floyd had to, that when they when he announced a fight, they paying him, like, oh, no, we'll pay you this to come here. We'll pay you this to come here. I don't want to be. Him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to what we used to do back in the day. We had to find a venue and pay it and then. They say, hey, let's fight there. You know, no, 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 no. I don't want it like that. When I return, I want, I want, as a matter of fact, when I return, I want Dorton Rena to call me and be like, hey, you remember you um, paid us 2500 and you didn't even do a show here? We still got that money. So what we're going to do is, you know what I'm saying? I want them to, I want them to say, hey, listen. I want what we're gonna do is give you a free show. With, with, we're gonna pay you extra and give you half a concessions or half, you know what I'm saying. Right. I want to become such a figure in the sport and do something different that nobody done because I'm already doing that too. I'm already doing it. There's no other fighter that started off what I did, doing what I did. Even they, that's why they love me in Vegas or Cali or anywhere. When they know my story, they be like, "Oh man, you did it." You did it, like dog. You, you did it. I wish you could have maintained it, but nah, you can't maintain it without without these big. It's too much. It's too. It's too many politics. What did we talk about on the on the phone the other day? Remember, we were talking about a little bit about business. We talked about yeah. how how easy it is for people to give up. Yes, it's very easy for people oh, to give man. up. When it gets hard, 
people quit. Yeah. It doesn't go their way, so they quit. Yeah. That's why it's not meant for everybody. If it was yeah, that not, easy, everyone would be everyone exactly, would be doing it, right? Exactly. You're one of those people that didn't give up and now you're doing it. Yep, yep. And, I, and 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 my whole saying is like this though, it's harder it's harder for me not to try than to give up. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, oh yeah. I, it, dude, to give up is it would take everything in my power to give up on anything, yeah. to anything. So like it's just it's easier to it's just easier to to try. Like it's just push for it. It's right. easier for me. And that kind of goes into one of the last questions here. So, what tips or I would say methods or strategies or whatever you want to call it would you give future boxers and entrepreneurs? Are we talking what? about North Carolina? Cause that's the only people I want to give tips to. Then do it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't give. I don't want to give nobody. If you ain't. If you ain't from North Carolina, I ain't trying to give you no tips on how to do nothing in a sport of boxing. So any tips on business and boxing? All right. So North Carolina boxers and and the promoters and coaches, just copy Dwayne Beam. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But uh, I would say I would say this. The truth is, <laughs> the truth is. I gave North Carolina a real good blueprint on how to um, promote yourself and put yourself out there because nobody else is doing it. Right now, there's no big major PRs that's putting their, putting their own money behind boxers and stuff like that. So right now, you boxers, got to y'all got to turn up your promotion. You got to turn up your promotion. Make yourself look bigger than whatever you are. You know what I'm saying? Turn up the promotion, but also be in the gym. And understand that nobody's gonna take you seriously unless you fight some quality composition, uh, composition mm, opponents. Yeah. You you got to you got to fight somebody good, eventually. You know what I'm saying? So why not try to fight that person on your hometown? That's what my whole deal was. You know, yeah. that's my tip to you. Like try to keep the home uh, hometown advantage. But the way you keep hometown advantage is you have to invest in yourself. You have to find something. That, that makes you stand out. So my tip is, my tip is train hard. Because if you don't got those qualities, you gonna have to go beat somebody. Right. So train hard. That's 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 it. And and the coaches here, coaches here. My advice is, did y'all? I don't got no advice. <laughs> y'all know that. I was saying, work, man, work. Shout out to Hit Hard Boxing. Them guys are great guys. They they work. They work. So these coaches, instead of talking about it, work, work. Instead of being on social media, tweeting about nothing, like nobody cares. You're going to be old with no champions and no fighters good. Like coaches, go out there and work. And if you, and if you got bad product, if you, got, if you know you got guys in the gym that ain't doing nothing, let them go. Instead of trying to serve them up to, for, for, for a paycheck. You serve them up for a paycheck, it's only going to make you look bad because guess what? That that Durham coach that contacted me, talking junk to me, at the end of the day, you're nobody in the sport of boxing. People are going to only contact you if they want uh, to get one of your fighters to lose. And you got nothing. You're building up nothing but losers. You get, you're already telling them that another man is invincible. He's not invincible. Uh, he's in, like, so you, you glorifying one man. There's not even in none of your fighters' weight classes. Like, yeah. where your head is at? So that's what I'm saying to all the boxing coaches and stuff like that. 
work on your craft improve your craft that's one thing that i always did i always improved my craft i always felt like i can get better i always i used to i used like the dragon ball z uh uh philosophy like i'm always gonna go a level higher the goku <laughs> you know what i'm saying like jokingly you know but that's what I say. That's my biggest advice is improve your craft, people, because people are all watching y'all from North Carolina because of the noise I'm making over there. They all it, watching. It even, it even says in the Bible, man, laziness is for fools. Yeah. So Facts. You got to work, man. You got to be You got to be on La- your craft. There's not enough room for laziness in this world. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so last three questions is I always ask everyone this. Right. And everyone answers it differently. So how do you define failure? How do you define entrepreneurship? And how do you define success? Okay, I think you define failure by not not reaching your potential. If I don't never reach my full potential, uh, then I think I fail. I think I fail. It don't matter if I'm three-time world champion, whatever. I don't care what my resume say. If I don't unlock my potential as a boxer, mm-hmm. as a dad... As a, a person in life, then I fail. Then I fail because that's what it's about. It's about exceeding or becoming greater, becoming a becoming a God. I think God, that's one thing that I think God put in us to become better every oh, every day, every day. Be like His image. We might right. never be perfect and be Him, but He never said you can't shoot and try. <laughs> He never said that in the Bible. He never said he never said in the Bible, I can't try to be like God. You know what I mean? So I think the failure, uh the defined failure is not trying to be uh not unlocking your potential and not being not trying to be God. Because I'm I'm try I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to be something like that. <laughs> uh, and what was the name? And how do you define entrepreneurship and success? Um are there separate questions? Yeah. Okay. Uh, how do I define entrepreneur? I define it as a person that's willing to give it their all. Because me hanging out with, I hang out with celebrities and I hang out with um, people that, that have a lot of money. And they got so many stories about how often they fail Fail, 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 fail. They fail so much. Got booed off stage. You know, so I'm thinking about what Cardi B told me. She got booed off stage so much. You know what I mean? But they persevered. So I think an entrepreneur is somebody that's willing to give it their all. They have to. It's so many people trying to sell so much every day. I can walk out. I can walk outside and there's somebody trying to give you something to, to look at their image. You turn on your phone, somebody trying to sell you something. Right. So there's so many entrepreneurs, even if they don't call themselves entrepreneurs, they are, tr- they are trying to be entrepreneurs. So my thing my is to define that is that's somebody that will give it their all, that will sacrifice, that will sacrifice it all. They have to. You have to. I, I, before I left, I had, to, I had a speech with my two boys, even though they're young. I had a speech where I set them both on my lap and I told them, I said, hey, Dad, got to go away. But Dad is doing the, that's what they call me, Dad. I don't want y'all thinking that. He's both walking around calling himself Dad. No. Kids look just like you, man. Yeah, yeah. I had them myself, by the way. I had my kids by myself. But anyway, I'm joking. (laughs) 
Shout out to their mom, Joker. Victoria, she does a wonderful job with my kids. She's she's a wonderful person all around. So anyway, so I had a speech with my kids, and I told them, I said, hey, listen, daddy got to go away, but I'm doing it for y'all. I'm doing it for y'all. I said, y'all are, y'all are it. Y'all are it. You know, y'all are, y'all would live on without me and stuff like that. And then um, my my oldest son, my oldest son gave me a hug and said, "Dad, I, I understand, I understand." I said, "You do, you understand." He said, "Yeah, I understand." And I said, uh, "I said to my younger son, I said, you understand?" He said, "He understands. I, I understand." <laughs> he said, "He understands." So like, so he pointed at my other son like, "Yeah, he understands." So I guess he get it too. He'll get it too. You know, but. Uh, that's that's some entrepreneur had to sacrifice whatever it could be. I know that I knew being right here wasn't gonna get me where I needed to be. So that's that's. But I think that probably goes into success as family, right? Success, making them proud, right? Yes, making yeah. them proud, man. It's, listen, without all the trophies and all the, the belts, everything I could win, I'm still gonna be. Eventually, one day, I'm gonna be old news. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be old news one day, dog. At the end of the day, I'm gonna be old news, and that's why I'm saying when I meet these boxers and uh, that 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 are old news now, and and some of these coaches that were never news, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> I just don't, I still don't want to be that guy that I see that's always talking about what he used to do. Cause you guess what that guy is, the guy that lived with regret. I don't want to be that guy. I just can't. I can't. I hate to get emotional, but even I get emotional even thinking about that. I just cannot be that guy. I cannot be that guy that will sit around and talk about who I used to be or or what if I, I, did, this? Or what if I <laughs> did this or oh I had it like this or I can't be that guy. That's not real success. That's not real success. If you have to do that, that's not real success. If you have to tell somebody that you're successful, you're not successful. All right. That's good advice. That's my closing. How we close this thing. So, <laughs> well, so I mean, that's why you're going to build a le- legacy. Legacies I'm going to build a die. legacy. Yeah. I'm going to build a legacy and people can always say, I wanted to be like, I wanted to be in places with my kids and they say, yo, you know me. Your dad was this. Your dad was that. And then I'll be like, oh, thank you, sir. Picture and keep it moving. I don't want to be. I don't want to be that guy sitting there like, yeah, I did, huh? <laughs> Got to hear myself talk. You know what I'm saying? No, man. You know, I don't want to yeah. be that guy. I just don't want to be that guy. And I think it goes back to the, just the way you treat people, right? And being honest and being loyal. Yes. All these man. things play a role yes. in your legacy. It's not and, just about what but you loyal, did. But loyal. But yeah. loyal to the people that's loyal to you. Right. Respect is earned. It's not given. Just because a guy been in the boxing for a long period of time or he been in any career for a long period of time, that don't make him demand your respect. You can mm-hmm. give him respect, but respect is earned. Yeah. Respect is earned. I don't, and, and even your line of work, your line of work, anything, like it, anybody you meet, understand. Yeah. Like you shake their hand as a man, but you still, they got to treat you right. Right. Oh, yeah. I don't care what their credentials say. They got to treat you right or you're going to treat them. You, you should treat them like they should treat, be treated. <laughs> there you go, man. That's perfect. So, Dwayne, where can everyone find you, man? Oh, man. You can follow my Instagram. 
um, Bane underscore Beeman, and we got to get that Bane back in my in, in me. You know, and, and you know how Bane was. I I got to be yeah. that dark guy again. I got to get back on my dark stuff. So B A N E Bane underscore Beeman. You know Beeman, and uh, of course my Facebook is always popping. Be come to come to my Facebook. Be entertained. I, I my Facebook is entertaining. <laughs> it's entertaining. Like that's what that's what my Facebook is all about. Entertainment. And then um, that's the only two things I got. Instagram. Well, what, what website did you? Have? Oh, I, I look, the website is about to get up because we just trying to get all our merchandise done. Nice. Before we go with the um, website because I don't want people trying to order stuff that's, that's cool. not cool. there. So I'm just sure you put a shout out on Facebook when it's ready. Oh man, you already know it'll go. be it'll throw right on Facebook. Cool man. man. Well, no, this was perfect, man. I really, Dwayne, I appreciate you coming here, man, from Goldsboro, and, you know. You're back in North Carolina for a little bit, man, and I know yeah. you're not. I know it's not a vacation, but yeah, yeah. you know it is what it is, man. But thanks again, really, really Thank appreciate you. it, man. And, and I appreciate it's an honor, it. Honor and everybody that was watching, you know, what I'm saying hopefully we can drop. You'll get this footage to me. We can put it out there again, yeah. and um. And thanks for having me, George Oy, man. Yeah, you man. always been a big supporter. Let me uh, let me give George Oy a shout out. Put the camera on George. <laughs> he always <laughs> he always been such a supporter, and he always but he always uh, kept it real with me. You know what I mean? Even if something go bad, like he'll keep it real with me. He'll tell me like, "Hey, yo, you mean you got to watch yourself? You got to do this." I remember that little situation with Derm and. I remember him hitting me up saying, hey, look, man, you'll watch yourself, man. These guys don't care about you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't put yourself in situations. So, um, I want to say thank you, Giorgio. Yeah, man. Thank you for My having pleasure. me, man. And you know I, you know, when I come to NC, I don't really tell nobody I'm in NC. And, and I had to do this for you, man. No, I had man, to. I appreciate it, bro. It's an honor. Thank, thanks, man. The, thank you. It's a blessing. Thank you. Cool. Well, thanks again, everyone, for listening. And this is Michael Giorgio, your yeah, host yeah. on Tales from the Pros. And until next you. time. Thanks, guys. All right. Hey, guys. Thanks a lot for watching Tales from the Pros. Please subscribe to our YouTube page and also follow our social media. Uh, There are links somewhere around here. But uh, we really appreciate it, guys. Thanks for all the support. And I'm going to be giving you awesome content continuously. And we look forward to seeing you soon.